All right, peace, family. It's your brother, Ben X. Welcome to the Brother Ben X podcast. I got my brother, Sharp Shooter, in the building, in the building. What we're going to do, we're going to open up uh, with a song by my big brother, Young Khan the Don. And we're going to get into my brother Sharpshooter's uh, 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 story. Talk about how we met, man. I think it was divine. And we're going to talk about whatever he want to talk about, whatever stories he want to share. Uh, and we're going to get right into it. But before we get started, I want to share this video. Uh, not this video, but this song by my brother Young Connor Don. So y'all check it out. They want you to lose, lose, but you got to keep making moves. moves. Every day you improve. They ain't going to do nothing but make an excuse. They want you to lose, lose, but you got to keep making moves. moves. Every day you improve. They ain't going to do nothing but make an excuse. I'm just trying to get my mind right. They low and stay out of the limelight. But I'm making the paper hate to see you later. If you ain't got it, what's your grind like? I'm just trying to get my mind right. They low and stay out of the limelight. But I'm making the paper hate to see you later. If you ain't got it, what's your grind like? I'm just trying to get my mind right. They low and stay out of the limelight. But I'm making the paper hate to see you later. If you ain't got it, what's your grind like? Trying to get my mind right. They low and stay out of the limelight. When I'm making that paper, hey, to see you later. If you ain't got it, what's your grind like? I'm keeping my grass cut. For what? I think I see too many snakes. Gotta talk about it till I'm blue in the face. If you listen, maybe you can escape the damn slander and gossip. I cannot stand an imposter who be trying to get you, but they always act like they're with you, so give them an Oscar. They picking it phony with Smiling your face and they won't admit it Lying they tell you the homie did Knowing that one day they gonna get it Because the wicked will never get rest They minds and chest are filled with stress So I suggest you don't BS These are the keys to my success I'm just trying to get my mind right They low and stay out of the line Oh man, my phone done went off, man <laughs> But man, that's about my brother Young Kind the Don, man Brother Young Kind the Don Y'all have seen him on the platform a few times man for those who don't know who you are sharpshooter man go ahead and tell us about who you are and how we uh how we met so uh i met brother ben x gotta come up to the mic a little bit let me so i met brother ben x back in um 2016. i came across his page on instagram in 2016. Um, he was posting clips of the minister, so I didn't even know who Minister Farrakhan was. So you know, the the the, uh, the, uh, the old man was saying some things that caught my young attention. Mm -hmm. So uh, I just happened to go on YouTube and type in Minister Farrakhan, and uh, a couple of clips popped up, and I I just happened to uh, click on this one clip. He was speaking in Savannah, Georgia in the early 2000s, and he mentioned my hometown in the clip and the messenger's name in the clip. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the messenger was a pool from Sandersville, Georgia. And I was like, if, 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 if this man is a pool, he gotta be related to me. So uh, I made a phone call back home and uh, you know got the knowledge of the messenger and whatever. Some of the people I already had knew. Um, I knew some pools that knew they was already related to him or whatever. So uh, I started following the minister. Mm. Started listening to more clips of the minister. And uh, that's how, I, that's how you know, I got Will for the Nation of Islam, Brother Ben X, Elijah Farrakhan, Minister Farrakhan. And uh, I was still, I was, I was living in Texas at the time. You know, I just happened to jump on Instagram and DM Brother Ben. And so... 
one weekend, he invited me down to uh, Waxahachie Study Group. And, man, we had a conversation that pretty much, that's how we built our, uh, we met in 17, 20, 20. Now, we done built a three-year uh, friendship by one conversation that took place. The energy with our, you know, and um, we've we been rocking ever since, man. So so how was your first um, experience at Savings Day? Because after that, he since then has been to multiple Savings Days, right? Right, right. So so how was that experience, man, finally getting able uh, to talk about the Savings Day experience, how you got to meet some of the people that you saw on YouTube, things of that nature? My first Savings Day experience, 2019, February, Chicago, at the Civic Center, um, just being around so many black people that wasn't using the word, what's up, my nigga. I met so many black people, man, that was showing love to one another, you know, hugging on one another, just showing so much love to one another. I, I, I was happy to be around something like that, you know. I felt at home, you know. I, I met Brother Nur Muhammad, Troy Muhammad, uh, Brother Ben, you know, Brother Ben that was, was there, of course. I met so many other brothers that I had been following on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? But when we met, it's like we had been knowing each other for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? And um, it, it was amazing, man. It was amazing. They, they, you know, they set up shops. Uh, it'd be different vendors there. You can, you can shop with everybody supporting black business. So many black businesses, man. And it was so many black people. Number good energy. That that's that's what caught my attention. That's what you know made me tune in more to what the minister stand for. You know what I'm saying? So. Man, it's amazing. You should try to go. Talk, talk about uh, you said you saw the minister on on world uh not world stuff but the you Breakfast too. Club. Yeah, right? the Breakfast Club. Oh yeah. You saw him on the Breakfast Club. You first saw him because I was posting the clips on social media. What was it about the minister that clicked for you? What was it about like you said he you you know he was an older man. He touched that young spirit in you. What was it from the minister that kind of caught your eye? Just the way he speak, the boldness, you know what I'm saying? I see some of myself in him. He he really just, you know, I don't know, bro. He uh he speak. He just, you know, he help you find something inside yourself. He brings something up out of you when he speak. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody got a little fight in him now. He he helped bring that dog at you. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 thus far. How about how long would you say you you've been listening to the minister? That was two thousand what nineteen May May twenty fourth twenty sixteen when he spoke on the breakfast twenty sixteen. So yeah, we're going on four years now. Yeah. What's some? Do you have any stories where the minister's words, the minister's guidance, has been able to help you in your life? And if so, how? And yes, this is live. T K Nola. Uh, how and how has you know about what talk about some situations where the minister's guidance and words has been able to help you out? Mm, let me see. It's a uh, one one of my favorite lectures um, by him is uh, it's called "Who You Are" on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And man, if you go listen to that, if, if 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 that don't motivate you, I don't know what will. But in that, you know, he was just talking about. Uh, who you are, just knowing who you are, you know what I'm saying? You, you just got to know who you are here in the world, man. You can't be trying to follow nobody else. Follow yourself. God gave every man and every, every man and every female their own gifts and talents to be successful in this world, man. So 
who you are. Go look at that on YouTube and then and then come back and ask me some questions. <laughs> One of my favorite stories by you is, and I and I've told this before. Talk about this story when you worked at Kroger. It was oh, Kroger. Harvey's right? Harvey's the uh the, the grocery ha- store. Okay, Harvey. I say Kroger, you know, we got Kroger's <laughs> down here. But talk about when you was working at this grocery store and how you basically you you made yourself an employee. <laughs> so 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 for all the entrepreneurs out there, the people uh, who trying to get it, man, so talk look, about that story. Let me tell y'all something. I uh I was 14 years old. And um in the state of Georgia, I think you gotta be 15 in order to get a legal job, you know. So uh I knew the superintendent at the Board of Education, I had to go there to get this type of permit in order to get a job at the age of, uh, I was 14 and a half going on 15. So first I got hired at uh, Washington County Regional Medical Center, the hospital in Sandersville. And um, I was working in the, uh, in the in like the warehouse department of the, uh, the hospital, labeling supplies, syringes and stuff like that. Then they moved me over to um, the gym. I was helping the elderly people, you know, uh, exercise and stuff like that. And then, I left the hospital and got a job at a grocery store. It was so hard for me to get at the grocery store, though, because um, the lady knew uh, this lady named Miss Wanda. Miss Wanda was, uh, I think, at the time, the assistant manager, and this lady named Trina was the store manager. And uh, they wouldn't give me a job. They kept saying, man, you don't need no job. They knew me. They knew, you know, I hustled. You know, I sold uh, CD, DVD, incense, perfume. They know I kept a few dollars in my pocket, uh, so they wouldn't give me a job. So... Every day, me and my grandma, we were going by the uh, by the store just stopping. I was checking on my application. I had put an application in online. At the time, I think they was only doing uh, online application. I was like, man, where y'all store applications at? I was trying to do some uh, in the store application, but I couldn't. So I was online, you know what I'm saying, getting out of school every day, stopping by the grocery store, checking in, trying to see if they were going to hire me, um, you know, going home, updating my application online, you know what I'm saying, and um. So one day, um, my grandmother came and got me from um, school, and she took me by the store. I said, Mom, take me by the store. Stay, stay right here. I'll be right back. I go in the store. Uh, I was like, are y'all going to hire me or whatever? You don't need no job. You, you, you got some money in your pocket, boy. You don't need no job. So I started bagging <laughs> customers' uh, groceries in my school uniform. At the, at the time, I, I probably had on black and khaki. I used to wear black shirt, black collar shirt, style, black uh, style collar shirt every day, polo style shirt. So um, I started bagging co- uh, 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 customer groceries, and the store manager started seeing how people interact with me. And I think I heard a uh, whisper in one in the ear, uh, go ahead and get that boy a job. And um, I, I started uh, pushing customers' uh, groceries out, 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 outside, um, putting them in their cars and stuff, bagging groceries, you know what I'm saying? Br- excuse me. Bringing um, buggies back in the store and stuff. So that same day, they hired me. I mean, so so at at the age of fourteen, you said. Yeah, I was fourteen and a half going on fifteen. That when I first, you know, got a, a legal job. So what is going through your mind here? What what got you to this point where you at the age of fourteen? You're not trying to go play football. <laughs> you're not trying to go to the gym, but you are saying you you making them, you know, give you a job. Yeah. You know, most people at that age. They're like, I don't want no job. I want to stay at home and play video games. So what 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 environment, what you know, what did you have in your mind that made you want to have a job at that age? My auntie Jamila said when I was uh, when I was young, she she told me, she just told me this a few years ago. She said when I was young, I ain't never played with nobody my age. Mm. She said I was always in the house doing something by myself, fighting pencils or doing something crazy in the house. While my brother then was outside playing basketball. I don't know, man. I, 
I got a great grandmother I, I didn't get a chance to meet. Her name was uh, Julia Brookings. And in my neighborhood, Laura Acres, they said, man, she used to feed the whole neighborhood and it was always doing for people. Mm. My daddy, you know, hustle hard. My granddaddy hustle hard. So me growing up in that, I ain't had no choice. Mm. Work, you know what I'm saying? Raking yard, cutting grass, that's the stuff I was doing, man, that we have fam my, my family, the Brooklyn family in Sandville, Joe. We have big fam family reunions for the entire community uh, every other year. It's come we had it last year. We're not having it this year. We're having it next August. Um, everybody in Sandville come, right? A lot of people come from out of town. Our family come from different states or whatever. But um my point, uh I just come from a family, man, that work hard and, and help people and it's just in me, bro, to be doing something. You know what I'm saying? I like to make an honest dollar. I ain't never did nothing illegal. You mm. know what I'm saying? I like to make an honest dollar, man. It just in me. So so that is a prime example of uh, preparing the right environment yeah. or the proper environment can can inspire your children to do right. Now, we see this name, Sharpshooter. <laughs> I know you probably thought he was an assassin. Y'all say, <laughs> Brother Ben got an assassin on the show today. How did you get this name Sharpshooter? Where does that where does that come so, from? So, um, my grandfather, Mr. Marion Fat Brookings, uh, he bought us a pool table when I was about six years old one Christmas. You know, we was getting like PS1s, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3. He bought this pool table. And um, my brother then used to beat me. I could never beat nobody. My granddad used to uh beat all. It used to be my my oldest brother, my second oldest brother, and me. My granddad used to let all us get on one team. And he used to beat us shooting left hand. And um, you know the table used to be in like the living room down there. Um, so I just started practicing. Then I started going up time playing pool. You know they started calling me shooter, sharp shooter, shark shooter, stuff like that. And so I got real good one time, man. Um, I'm telling you, bro, uh, eight, from, from 8 to 12th grade, I used to make anywhere from 500 to to $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 playing pool on the weekend at this little play called Kato's in Sandersville. Wow. No cap. Wow. So on your social media, uh, on your social media, I see you always got these cars. <laughs> now are you a do you wash cars or are you a drag racer i mean i see you doing what is your what what is your liking with these cars i mean uh -oh. I peace family thank you for checking out the brother ben x podcast many people are wondering what can i do now since digital real estate closed on october the 1st i still want to learn how to make money on social media i still want to learn how to market and i still want to learn how to build my brand well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS Tribe. The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS Tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week if you want to join the abs tribe go to www.whatisabstribe.com www.whatisabstribe.com i grew up around some fellas uh in sanderville named poke and cheese and um uh, in high school when i got out of high school at the pool room we'll get out of high school the, the pool room jumping every day 
me, Brad, uh, Buki. We at the uh, we at the pool hall every single day after high school playing pool. But the the the, the pool hall was a car wash, mm. and Poke and Cheese used to wash cars. So I started taking liking the cars. You know what I'm saying? My first car I bought I was 14 at the time. I bought a '87 Cutlass Supreme with my own money. Um. I sold that car. My grandfather bought me a 1988 Cutlass Supreme when I turned about 15 and a half, going on 16. That was my high school car. I started taking liking the old car. You know, my first two cars was old cars, antique cars. I bought my first uh, modern day car when I was about, uh, what, 17. I just had turned 18. I bought a 2004 Mustang GT. And uh, I don't know, man. I just start liking cars, man. And uh, you know, I go to the drag strip and you know, run them a little bit. You <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, I also I watch cars, man. I enjoy what I do, man. I really just like to put a smile on people, people's face. So, what got you into the to the to the car washing though? Was it was it just the smile alone? Like, what made you say, man? I'm gonna just start washing cars. I just um, you know, I I used to detail my own, and I after I get through washing my car, I step back and look. And, you know, I know people in my hometown that watch cars, and I be looking at their work, and I look at my work, and one day I just made a Facebook post. If I open a car wash around here, everybody in trouble. <laughs> so, you know, I opened the car wash, and, man, sure enough, I had so many cars, man. I had me and my cousin, listen, me and my cousin, Wilson, they call him Wilson. We watch car one Friday, bro. We made almost $700 the first day. Mm. $700 the first day washing cars. Uh, that Saturday morning, couldn't neither one of us get out the bed. I got up anyway, though. My back would hurt. Everything would hurt. I got up the next day and washed by myself. Made another five, six, seven hundred by God myself, man. So I seen the money in it. You know, you know what? You know, this might be all right. Mm. But uh, car wash currently closed. People, it's under construction. <laughs> Touched by shooter. <laughs> so what? What advice? You sound like you always been about a, the 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 grind. I teach about entrepreneurship all the time. And uh, there's a lot of young people or or brothers who are out of prison. Man, you know, I got this on my on my record. I got this, I got that. What is some advice to to somebody who wants to have a legal hustle, get on a legal uh, on a legal grind? What's some of the what, what's some advice that you can give to them? I'm gonna tell y'all something, man. You know, we all come from different backgrounds. We brought up around different people. A lot of our people come up doing the wrong thing because that's the environment a lot of us come up in. Mm-hmm. I came up in that environment. Mostly all the people I came up around were drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I, me personally, I know myself. I know if I get caught, I ain't going no jail. I can't live in there. Right. I used to work at a prison. Um, right after high school, that was my first job after high school. I didn't know what I, what I wanted to do after high school. I just knew I wanted to get me some money, make me some money, and live a good life, have a family one day. But um, I went to go work at the prison. And, and this is the crazy thing. My grandma used to take us to the meat market in Riceville. They sold meat or whatever. That's where we get our meat from in Riceville. And on the way, it's a prison right down the road from the meat market. But what anyway, I remember riding in the back seat and just looking over at the blue building. That's the prison. And one day I was like, I want to go in there and see what it looked like in there. So after high school, I got hired at that prison. Johnson State Prison. I got hired up at that same prison. I, was, I used to look at it as a child. But anyway, man, I used to work 12 hours at the prison, right? And after the prison, they go to sleep or whatever at 11 o'clock. Or that's, the, that's the final count. They go to bed at 11. And you won't see them no more until the next morning or whatever. And, man, I used to be thinking to myself at night, 
this ain't this ain't no place I I can live, man. Mm. And this definitely ain't no place I'm working at uh five years from now. I'm gonna be somewhere doing something else, man. And um that that man, just doing that changed me, bro. It made me wanna um just not do no more wrong, man. I ain't never been no bad person or whatever. I ain't never did nothing illegal or nothing. You know, I just grew up around them type of people. I grew up around, man, I'm telling you, everybody I Everybody I ran with was selling drugs, bro. At a so, young so, age. so did you work inside the prison? Yeah, I, I used to be a CO, correct? So, so, so what's some of the things that you saw for the young brothers out here saying, "Nigga, I'm, nigga, I'm from the mud, nigga, I'm, I'm living how I want to live. I'm a, I ain't trying to hear all that. What's because they ain't seen it. The chain gang I worked at. See, because, cause see, here's my thing. There's a lot of gang members. I'm talking about people who really got bodies. They ain't rapping about having <laughs> bodies. They got right, bodies right, for right, real. Right, right. And as I see them and watch their YouTube videos, I hear them saying that ain't the way. Right. I'm talking about the people that really did this, that that was really in the streets. They're trying to give advice to the youth saying, hold on, man, pump your brakes, man, go another way. But they ain't listening. Right. And they don't they haven't seen what's on the other side, nor have they really got deep down in the mud like some of these guys did. So it kind of explain or kind of tell some of the thing that you saw that said, hold on, nah, think, this, this ain't it. I think it's just a circle of social influence, man. The people you around, it all boils down to the people you around, uh, the things you get your attention to. Um, you you got to be a leader, bro. You you, I can hang around killers, uh, drug dealers. I can hang around anybody. I'm still gonna be shot one at the end of the day. But anyway, to kind of answer your question, um. The, the, the camp I worked at wasn't that bad. It was a few murderers, rapists, drug dealers. Uh, most of the uh, I worked I worked dormitories. A lot of older cats that had um killed their wife for cheating on them and stuff like that. But I'm just telling you, uh, you go to jail for you go to prison, and when you go to jail, you know you check in, you squatting and coughing to another grown man, mm. and um bent over, uh, spread them, huh? I got I got arrested uh. I've been arrested, uh, I think, two or three times for for some stupid uh, uh, land dragging, drag racing, sp- you know, <laughs> spinning wheels on the highway. You know, they took me, and uh, uh, I think the longest I ever sat in there, maybe it was eight hours just to sit in there and think about, it. you know, they, you know, you know, ain't no place I'm going back to if <laughs> I can help it. But man, it all boils down to just being a leader, man, just knowing yourself and the people you hang around, the circle of social influence, man. Uh, the old school cat told me one time when I was working, he said, uh, this ain't no place for no young man, bro. This ain't no place for no young man. And that's all been coming into the institution the last 10 years. 17, 18, 19-year-old, man. Life sentences. Mm. Life sentences, bro. And 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 I think you hit it right on the, on the money when you said they just need to be a leader because a lot of brothers, I think uh, – our followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I see them, the, the language. Nigga, I got that Duke on me. You know, I got that Draco. Mm-hmm. And a it, lot of them. It seems cool. Yeah, it's cool. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it, that's the cool point. You know what I mean? You know, I seen Gilly make a video about the other day. He says growing up in their era, it was the hustler that they looked up to. Exactly. He said, but he said the shooter is, is at the bottom of the totem pole. I had this conversation with my dad last week. You know, back in Gillen them time, they came up, Master P, Tupac, Biggie, them cats there. 
Man, them boys were hustlers. They weren't on no gang banging type, mm-hmm. man. Man, they were uh, hustling and getting women and stuff, man. These cats not want to fight and kill. Yeah. They ain't studying the women. They want you want to be with your homeboy all day. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like who are we who are we trying to entertain? It's like you're trying to impress another guy, and uh, you're gonna end up going to prison. And as you turn 30, 40, 50, and you realize I got a life sentence. You know, ain't no changing back. Ain't no, ain't no making no phone call. You gonna be in there stuck around a bunch of other guys and what you was fighting for, which is probably some money, which is probably some women. You gonna be in an environment where you can't really get neither of them mm-hmm. without being, you know, doing some probably. You can't freely go have a, have a wife, have children, have a home of your own, get some money on your own, and, and spend it on what you want to spend it on. You're not even going to be able to have access to that, man. And you're going to be in there with a, with a bunch of men uh, that you probably going to get tired of after a while. Right. Why are you making the decision right now? Because of some temporary situations, because of some temporary emotions that's going to put you into a, a, a permanent uh, unfortunate situation. And then a lot of time, man, you the people you be looking up to, you think they care about you, but they don't care nothing about you. They probably using you. That's a fact. You be thinking they be all gangster. I'm gonna tell you, man. I remember one night. Uh, <laughs> I wish Hicks. I wish my boy Hicks were tuned in right now. <laughs> one night I was. Uh, it was a count time. It was after lockdown, right? The head. The head. Um, I believe it was GD. The head gangster disciple. Oh man, I'm coming around for count. I just had to shine my light in the in the room, man. He ain't not getting it on. Mm. <laughs> Ain't no women's on the dormitory. <laughs> wow, man. Oh man. That dude, hey, he opened the door, man. He told me, please don't say nothing. Please don't say nothing. They gonna kill me, man. No cap. Wow. So if that's what y'all wanna be around, man, you know, continue to do what you're doing. But if you don't, which uh I encourage you not to, man. Just see, I I believe, like you said, it's it's the environment that they in. It's the people that they're around. And I think that you just have to find something else that's on the table. Like right now, I always know when I go speak at schools, they're going to have two options. I either want to be an athlete or they probably won't say it, but they're going to find the streets. And both of them are tied to money. And there's nothing wrong with getting money. You just got to have the right mindset and spirit when you're going to get the money. Right. Don't don't limit yourself. Even if you're young and you don't have any role models, go on YouTube. Find you a mentor. Find you a coaching program. Find you somebody on Instagram that you can look up to so that you can have a, diff- a different option and a different, you know, choice on the table. Mm. Because if you don't, man, I'm telling you, I have a best friend right now that's doing life. Oh. And he, and he wrote me a letter. He said, man, I, I, would, I would give my soul to change places. Not meaning that he wanted me in there, but to be out. He said, this ain't no place for nobody. Throwing boo-boo on each other, man. Pee on it. I mean, just some nasty stuff, man. They, he told me one time they had to cook their noodles in between the mattress and shake it up. I mean, they got different remedies to to heat stuff up. It's just not a place that you want to be, man. And uh, I encourage young people, man, if you got that mindset right now, it doesn't matter what society says. If you got some people, man, and you got some respect, how long does that respect last? How long do – I mean, how – when you get 50 and 40, ain't nobody going to care about how many people you done killed, <laughs> how many people you done beat up. They're going to be on with their family, and then they you just going to be in prison doing a life sentence and, 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 and can't have no family, can't be free, 
and, and, and listening to a white man tell you what to do and you are le- and you are legally a slave now. Mm-hmm. What do you mean legally a slave? Well, the 13 members said that they abolished slavery except for punishment for a crime. Right. Or in prison. Yeah. So, man, what's the what's the what's the greatest advice? Now you've been all over the world. <laughs> you were you still traveling all over the world. Oh. What is some of the best advice? And I know you've been around a lot of older people as well. What's some of the best advice that you have ever seen or ever received during your twenty what five yeah, years 25. of living? I ain't gonna lie. I um I think the best advice I ever received was stop trying to take care of everybody else. Mm. Take care of yourself first, man. Everything starts with yourself. This is something I just had to learn. I used to be trying to make everybody else happy. One even had my own self. One even get enough rest. Mm. You got to take care of yourself. Like everything starts with you. Everything. When you wake up in the morning, you need to make sure you ate breakfast before you be trying to get somebody else a glass of water. When you when your day gets started, you need to make sure you in good spirits before you try to put somebody else in good spirits. When you lay down at night, pray for yourself first before you go to praying for somebody else first. You got to make sure you good, man. That's something I just started doing. Mm. I'm 25. That's good, man, because, you know, they say your cup your cup runneth over. Oh, yeah, believe that. So you got to have your cup full before you can give it to somebody else, even an airplane. Right. And I know you on many airplanes the work, with the work you're doing. Oh, yeah. okay. Every time they come out and give us the demonstration, they say if anything goes wrong, when this oxygen mask drop down, put it on yourself first. You know what? Um, You know, when they, when they you know, every time they uh step out and, um, uh, Go to talking on them planes about uh, oxygen, and we're going to open this door right here, uh, life vest, uh, if, you know, if we go in water. I don't be worried about none of that because, you know, the chosen one on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Peace be still. <laughs> yes, sir. But they always say, man, put the mask on yourself first, yeah. then others, because you're not going to be able to help the person to your right if you can't breathe. Yeah. Some of us, you know, we got big hearts, but we got to have a smart mindset. Because I may have a big heart, but if I don't have my own self together and if I'm not at peace, when you start to pull on me and ask me to do certain things, although my heart wants to help you, I'm not emotionally and mentally there to to be the person that you're going to need me to be to be able to help you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to love ourselves so much that we can that we that, that that for us to say no. And sometimes that's hard to say, man, right. nah, I, I can't do it. Yeah. I ain't going to be able to do it. And that's hard sometimes, man. So that's a great lesson, man. Where can they find you on social media to see you whooping people in pool and <laughs> cleaning cars and beating people in racing, man? How can they find uh, you on social media? Almost everybody that tuned in, y'all know me, Facebook, Shawan, S-H-A, space, W-U-N, Instagram, at sharp underscore shooter, spelled with, Spelt with T-A on the end, S-H-O-O-T-A, Shooter 95, at Sharp underscore Shooter 95. So there it is, man. First podcast with Brother Ben X and Brother Sharp Shooter. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all learned something. I got one thing. Oh, go ahead. Hey, I challenge all of y'all. Go to YouTube, type in Minister Farrakhan, who you are. Check that out. There it is. Minister Farrakhan lecture, who you are. I think it's called Who Are You? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, who are you? I know which one you're talking about. Who are you? Mm -hmm. Check that one out, man. And if y'all check it out, come back to the comment section 
and let us know what your favorite part is and what you got out of it. Thank you all for listening to the Brother Ben X podcast. You have a blacktastic day. Peace.